There's a lot of things that make Montana great, from the mountains and lakes to some of the finest towns in the West. But what really makes this place special is you. Our communities are full of people who are working hard to build good lives and remarkable things. At Opportunity Bank, our passion is helping folks do just that. Together, we can make a good thing even better. Opportunity Bank of Montana. Stop by and see us or visit us online. Member FDIC. Join Town Pump's Pump It Up Rewards Plus program and never pay full price for fuel again. Save five cents on every gallon every day at any town pump across Montana. Plus, earn and redeem points on your favorite in-store items to get free stuff with our clubs. Stop in and pick up a rewards card. Download the Pump It Up Rewards Plus app today. Or visit townpump.com slash rewards to register and start saving. Day, uh, being signing day, you know our focus on Wednesday will be will be about you know this uh, this new recruiting class, the new additions to our program. Um, saying that, obviously, we've made a change uh, on the defensive side of the football, and um, in this day and age, beating beating the information to the punches and part of the way it works. I was out recruiting uh, on the road, and 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 obviously the news broke, so. You know, here we are Monday after you know, things things came out on Thursday, but you know it was a change that I didn't take take lightly. Coach Garza and I had known each other or have known each other for a long, long time, and I've worked with them now on three occasions. And I do thank him um, and appreciate the work that he was able to do here um, in his time at Montana State. I think our, our our defensive package continued to grow. Our coaches underneath him continued to grow. And, um, you know, at the same time, uh, you know, we need to play uh, a level of defense that uh, it looks a little bit different next fall. Um, and, and not renewing Coach Garza, that's, like I said, that was a very hard decision for, for me to make. And um, it also was a relatively easy decision to elevate um, both Bobby and Sean into the role, their new roles. Um, and a lot of times there, there's there's um, there's appointments made, there's there's titles given, um, but I want I want to you know, start by saying, in, in Bobby being the defensive coordinator and Sean being the co-defensive coordinator, uh, this is going to be a collective uh, collective approach. This this are this isn't titles being handed out. Um, it's my expectation that those two that who have been in our program for. For three years together, um, we'll work together. Uh, we'll work together not only during the off season, but the course of uh, each game week, and then they'll work together on Saturdays. Ultimately, one guy will call the the defensive plays on a Saturday, and that will be Bobby. Um, but it's going to be a a collective effort between the two of them, and I have a lot of confidence in their ability to work together. Um, you know, having seen them grow grow the last three years in this system uh there's a comfortability that i there's a confidence i have in their ability to, to work together first and foremost but their understanding of of what we're we're aiming to do their understanding of our players our players belief in them um is is truly apparent so like i said making this move uh to not renew coach garza was a difficult one but uh putting uh, the new leadership of, of Bobby Daly and Sean Howe uh, in place. Um, that part was 
was easy for me. Um, I'm also going to call on Nick John Baptiste and and Brian Shepard to continue to grow in their roles to uh, to support to support both those guys. Uh, Brian and Nick have both been with us now two years, and I've seen tremendous growth um, out of them as well. And then obviously we'll be uh, we'll be in the midst of of hiring. Uh, a new assistant coach in the, the less movement we can have within our staff, the better, you know, Brian is coaching our corners right now, Bobby coaching our linebackers. Um, so in theory, that would mean we were hiring a new safety Nichols coach, but we want to get the best guy, the best guy that will fit, uh, fit that defensive room, fit with our players and then fit, you know, our recruiting model um, as well. So with that uh, relative to the, the coaching change, that's my statement. I know there's there's some questions as far as um, you know maybe injuries out of the, the last game go. I, I know, uh, you know Tommy left that game um, unfortunately in, in the in the fourth quarter, um, but Tommy is 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 going to be all right. His uh, his injury would have would have kept him out of any season we would have had left, but uh, it was non surgical and and I do trust that when we get back at it here in January in about a month, he'll be, he'll be well on his way. Um, uh, as far as his recovery go, Julius was unavailable that day. Um, he was dressed and we were hopeful. Um, and, uh, same thing goes there, you know, his health, once we get to, to January will be fine. But, uh, on that day, unfortunately, um, it didn't work out. Um, I know Sean's no longer with us, but, you know, Sean came into that, that game with, with an existing injury that um, he was able to play through to some degree, but not quite to what we had kind of come accustomed to seeing and the ability to run. So those would probably be the three primary injuries that we dealt with on that particular day. Um, and, you know, last but not least, uh, you know, with, with the transfer portal piece, um, I would say that's a, that's a, piece of the pie that we're going to continue to deal with. Um, you know, none of the guys that have gone in have made a decision. Um, and at the same time, understand that that's just, op that's, those are opportunities that are available to, to guys that have uh, established themselves and um, whether it's opportunities to move up financial opportunities, um, you know, that's the nature of college football right now. So, what we got to do is, is give them, you know, the best experience we can while they're here, support them the best we can. Um, and, you know, if guys do choose to move on, um, you know, we ultimately have to at the same time and, and be able to uh, continue to move this, this program forward with the guys that we, we add. So, you know, we'll talk more about the guys we're adding on, on Wednesday, but uh I suppose is a status update of where we stand here today on Monday. Walter, do you want to start? Sure. Thanks. Uh, hi coach. Um, hi. When it comes to, to Bobby Daly, he had the one game in the playoffs a couple of years ago where he called plays. Did that give you a sort of confidence? Cause that's a, that's a, it seems to me like an acquired skill calling plays within the, the scope of the heat of battle. Yeah. Uh, you know, being able to, to watch him uh, in action that, uh, that Weber State playoff game, um, yeah, that certainly made made an impression uh, upon me. Uh, you know, and our guys, you know, whether it's 
spring game. I mean, there's a lot of times to make an impression upon me, but that certainly was heat of the moment. That was, um, that was outside of his job description at the current, uh, at that current moment. So, you know, uh, and I think what I've seen, you know, when, when I first got the job, I had a chance to sit down with Bobby, um, you know, and interview him in a sense for the, coordinator position I know it was a, a spot that he was aspiring to at that time albeit with a different defense um you know and and I had a conversation with with both him and Sean uh, when when Freddie left uh, after the 21 season and both of their you know their progress within this defense their you know their ability to go beyond the scope of their position I think I have seen uh, considerable growth and, and, you know, a bunch of that credit goes to their time with, with Willie Mack Garza. Um, you know, Willie Mack is a extremely experienced coach. Um, you know, I, you know, as far as a, a defensive back technician, um, you know, I put him up there with, with anybody. Um, so I think they've been able to grow and that's, I think some of that credit goes to, to Willie Mack and, and um, you know, so there are a lot of things that go into, meet my willingness to my confidence in putting putting Bobby into this new position and Sean for that matter. But that that game that game day along with a lot of things um you know uh, make me feel really good about this. It sounds like the 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 base scheme is gonna stay largely the same. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. I, I think for for our players, I think uh if if we can if we can stay within this scheme that I, I do think at times we played a really good defense. Um, you know, that's what, that's what we want to be able to do now, you know, how that plays out on a, on a given Saturday. Um, you know, I think that, that, that can take on the personality of a new play caller. It can take on the personality of this new defensive staff. Um, and ultimately what it needs to do is take on the personality of our players and, and what they do the very best. Uh, and, and, and fortunately for us, I think we, re we will return uh, a very talented, experienced um, defensive uh, depth, depth chart. And, you know, these guys now um, are, are tasked, you know, Bobby, Sean being at the top of the list to, to get, you know, to go through the off season and, and say, okay, you know, come next fall, um, this is what this defense, while having this general structure, needs to look like um, as we go out there and ask those guys to play as, as fast and physical as possible. And Bobby coached, I mean, first-team all-league guys ever since he first got his first position coaching job. I mean, he's had one of, at least one of the first-team all-league linebackers. Same thing with Coach Howe. How does that translate, though, when you're great at developing players into then becoming sort of the heads of the, the defensive unit? Well, I'll say this. I think there's there's certainly confidence um, amongst our, our players in both of them as, as teachers, um, you know, as guys that are demanding and guys that are going to get the best out of out of their guys. Uh, you know, you've seen constant development out of both of those those position groups that they've coached. Um, you know, and I, I think the, the next step is, OK, beyond coaching those guys up and putting those guys in the best positions within what uh, what's being called now you're taking what you you perceive as those those best positions and you're the one making those decisions and not that they didn't have a say in it before um, but I think they have a different collective say obviously moving forward and it's uh, you know 
I do think there's there's a lot of confidence um, starting with our players in in both of their ability uh, abilities to to coach them up and then you know let let's sort through the best ways to put um, you know all our guys our, our best guys whatever however you want to look at it in the be, you know the best positions come come Saturdays and uh, you know um, we need a we need a passionate group that is going out there and. and you know, doing everything they can, you know, throughout the year. And then it's, that's, you know, when we get back to things in about a month, you know, I'm excited to see, you know, see this new group take, take, uh, take hold of that leadership side of things, paint a picture of what we're going to do, albeit not all that different, but it's, you know, it's going to have a new, uh, a new stamp on it for sure. Last one for me, when it comes to just the co-defensive coordinator, I'm sure that's collaborative game planning and stuff like that. What else does it look like though? And I'm, I'm assuming Bobby's going to be the primary play caller. How to just take us through that, those details. Yeah. You know, I'll be honest. I think sometimes it is just a title. Um, you know, there's a lot of titles to, in college football. There's a lot of titles in coaching in general, but that was my, my charge. I, I want this in our preparation and that's not just game weeks and the Saturdays. It's, it's, it's long discussions, you know, in the off season about, uh, you know, about defensive play, about evaluating this past season, these past couple seasons, what have we done really well? Um, what have we, you know, where have we come up short? Um, and, you know, not always agreeing on everything. I think that's the, you, you know, that when you have a couple, you know, real experienced guys in that room, um, there should be some, some fair discussion. And, you know, I think both of them driving one another, and, and then, you know, ultimately coming to resolution is what what will, will be the end result. And then that game plan then plays out. And, and, you know, you know, within a game, one guy is calling each particular play. But the discussions that then go go on between series and, and at halftime, you know, are, are probably an extension of those discussions in the offseason. What what are we doing? Well, you know, how do we see the best way to, to you know, um, make adjustments and those type of things. So, you know, if you want to call it right-hand man or whatever, I, I really um, see those guys working together very well. And I, I wouldn't put this same um, responsibility slash title on a, on a brand new guy. I wouldn't, I don't think that would make sense, but we have, you know, two guys that have, you know, worked together in um, their roles the last three years. And, and, you know, they've been on, They've been in those those discussions, but you know we've had more of a. You know, we've had two different coordinators and two different styles in, in Freddie and Willie Mack. Um, but the depth of those discussions—that's that's what I challenge those two. Let's 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 be able to sort out exactly what uh, you know we need. And again, that doesn't need to be a scenario where, where they always agree. But but uh, let's let's work through it so that we put our players in the best position possible. So. You know, to the best answer to your question, that was a long answer, but I, I do think it's this this it's something that that takes on um, this collaborative form uh, that's already started, honestly. But we'll certainly pick up pick up speed when we get back here in January. Mm -hmm.
At Blackfoot Communications, our mission is to connect people, businesses, and communities, bringing a world-class fiber network to homes, communities, and businesses of all sizes, ensures Montanans have access to fast, reliable, and secure internet and phone services. Are you ready for fiber internet? To find out if fiber is coming to your area, visit goblackfoot.com slash ready for fiber. Connect to more with Blackfoot Communications. Victor, let's go to you. Yeah. Hey, Brent, just wanted to get your thoughts on, on just the last few weeks after the season ended, now that you've had a couple weeks, few weeks to digest it all, um, seeing the rest of the FCS playoffs play out um, and, and just how your team, of course, as you mentioned, with the transfer portal has changed a bit. But um, yeah, what what how have these last few weeks gone? How have you kind of reflected on the, the end of the season? Well, I think uh, it'll be ongoing reflection. I you know, I, for for me, you go out recruiting. Um, you understand that uh, pretty dang quickly. You better move on. You better move forward. You better be able to go into you know young man's home, a young man's home, and and be able to continue to paint the picture of what this is is looking like moving forward. Um, while at the same time, you know, uh, understand. Hey, we got to really we got to really thoroughly evaluate. Uh, kind of where we're at, uh, what we have returning, um, how are we going to, how are we going to move on as far as, you know, not coming up short. Um, and it's not that simple because you, you start back at square one, uh, no matter, no matter how the season ends, you're going to have a new team in 24. And, you know, I, I think just as sweeping on the rug, as far as saying it's 24 is not what we want to do. We, we need to be able to, like I said, thoroughly evaluate, um, this past season. And that's done over time. Um, that's evaluating our scheme, our personnel, um, you know, even the progression of our season and where we felt like we did things really well and where we came up short. I think just even evaluating that, I, I think um, it's a, it's a, it's a process, uh, you know, that, that particular Saturday, why that didn't work out for us. I think there's just it's a multitude of plays in that game. I thought we played really hard that day. So, you know, it wasn't a question of our guys not uh, going after it. And obviously, as competitive of a game that we had with that opponent and how they went on and won a game and lost a very competitive game, I, I you know you're right in the thick of it, but that doesn't do you – and there's no solace in that. So, you know, um, we're not that far off, but we were far enough off that it didn't happen for us this year. And that's something that we're um, – we're after on a daily basis to, to, to sort out, to work forward, um, but, but uh, not discount, you know, the things we can learn from, from this fall. Just the last one for me, at least for, for this little segment, but um, you know, you, you talked about losing the guys to transfer portal. Obviously there are a lot of guys so far have not entered on, on the team and it seems like, you know, there was, it wasn't a mass exodus or anything like that so far. I mean, how, how do you, can you just talk about the the process of trying to, you know, recruit your own guys after a season ends and, and that the, the dilemma that, that, that kind of, uh, you know, new development that you've had to have in your coaching career of, of trying to make sure guys are, are bought in and, and maybe speaking to the culture of, of the team to be able to keep so many guys over the last couple of years. Yeah. Well, I know this, you can't all of a sudden the Monday after your game, finished uh try to be figuring it out i i, I know that 
it's an ongoing process. You like I, I think I said before, you want to be able to treat your guys as, as well as you can. You want to give them every every opportunity to succeed in, within your program, um, and that's that's an everyday um, thought. That's an everyday thought, and you know, ret- recruiting and retention are very much um, always on your mind. Uh, you know, and, and retaining your guys is about the experience that they have. And at the same time, understanding there might, there might be some scenarios, um, some things offered to some guys that you can't contend with. And, you know, um, an opportunity that makes complete and total sense to a young man uh, might be presented with, with to them. Um, And at the same time, you hope that you have a bunch of guys that, leaving your place isn't even a thought. So we got a, we got a little bit of both. Um, we got more of those guys that, that in their mind at this point in time, wouldn't even think of leaving. Um, so, you know, you, you want your guys to be as informed as they can, if they are choosing to leave um, and, and make very sound decisions um, in you know, understand that uh, there's some things as a as a football program, uh, a football staff that are just flat out of your control. And you know, so so getting to this point, um, you know, you'd like to say you wouldn't have lost a single guy, um, but but that's not the case. Um, you know, we'll get to we'll get to Wednesday. You know, we'll talk about our additions and how you know I, I suppose some of that comes about because of guys that have moved on, you know, when, when guys move on, it creates new opportunities and that's, that's, that's how you got to look at it. But, you know, the retention piece um, that has to be about how you operate every, every day of the year and not just all of a sudden on a, on a Monday after your season comes to an end. Have you or a loved one been charged or accused of a crime? If so, the stress can leave anyone feeling helpless and alone. But you don't have to be alone. Hi, I'm Dave Maldonado, and I've successfully defended Montanans for over a decade in these situations. So if you're tired of being scared, let's get you prepared. To see how, visit BigSkyDefender.com today. You are not alone. Visit BigSkyDefender.com to find out more on how you can fight back against local and federal criminal charges. Braden, what do you have? Uh, hey, um, so I guess, first of all, I know you kind of mentioned it earlier, but um, just, I guess, specifically about the NDSU game, anything on film that kind of stood out or any observations you have about specifically that game, you know, a couple weeks removed now? Well, I, I do think this, I, you know, not getting into specific plays, but we had opportunities in that game to open up, um, open up the gap as far as the score goes and, and, whether it was special teams, whether it was was offense or defense, we just didn't do that. And any time, you know, when you're you're in the playoffs and you're in these 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 tightly contested games, um, you, you you best make the most of those opportunities. And, and you, you know, we didn't we didn't do that. Whether that was through the first quarter, whether that was kind of in that that ebb and flow at the end of the third, beginning of the fourth, or then ultimately, you know, our ability to you know, maintain the seven point lead. Um, you know, you get in overtime, anything can happen. And it obviously 
has proven that through the playoffs, not just in our game. So um, I did, I do think we did some things really well that on that particular Saturday and um, it didn't work out for us. And, you know, it wasn't for a lack of our guys um, going after it in their, their preparation, how they played that day. And that's why, you know, it, it, it was such an abrupt ending because I, I do think um, even two weeks later, you kind of just, uh, you know, you kind of wonder why that, why that happened, but, but there was opportunities. There was opportunities in that game to open it up. And, you know, we just, uh, we were, we didn't do it on, we didn't do it that day. And, and, you know, we got to, you know, that's one of the things we got to figure out how to, you know, in, in games like that, I know going back to the South Dakota state, you could look at some of the same things, um, opportunities to open up a lead and secure a victory that we didn't do. So, you know, um, off season of, of, of evaluating, uh, the hows and the whys and, and, you know, incorporating the, you know, the subtle changes um, that we, we need to. So the next go around, we, we can figure that out. Um, I, I guess kind of along with that, you mentioned the SDSU game as well, but um, you know, three of the four teams you guys lost to ended up in the semifinals this year. Does that affect your outlook at all on the season? Or I guess, I guess, what do you kind of make of that? Well, I think I, you make of it that we were close. I mean, and, and we were right there, but there's no, uh, we're not after that. We're not after being in the, being in the ballpark. We want to be the team, last team standing. And, you know, uh, the 23 team um, wasn't, you know, feel bad for our seniors, feel, feel bad for those guys that poured so much, poured so much into it. Um and uh, it didn't happen for them, you know, and I, I do think as you depart uh, from that team that Monday following the game, I feel strongly in saying that uh, they've continued to make this place a better, a better football program. Um, their efforts in their time here and, and uh, has been significant. Their impact has been significant. And now it's up to the next group to, to carry that forward. And, you know, we got to learn from, from this past season um, and, uh, you know, continue to do everything we can to be the last team standing. And, and you know, we, we are not in 23 and we can't change that. Um, we can change what we do moving forward. Um, and then last one for me, I guess, just looking at the last two seasons, you know, going from 22 to 23, what, what would you say were the strides this 23 team made, I guess, to improve upon what you guys did in 22? Well, I do think I think we improved on line, lines of scrimmage both ways. I, I think that uh, I think that was the case, um, and it should should have been the case. You know, we returned um, a whole grouping of guys, and we will continue to do that. Um, so, continuing to just improve at the point of contact on on both sides of the ball, um, I think is important. You know, I think at at times you can look at our our skill positions, and we we made some, we made some really good strides. I don't, you know, um, that, that's not our running back position, for instance, was, was what it was in 2022 and became quite a bit more in 23. I, I, our, our secondary, while faced with a lot of, uh, new faces, I think was, you know, continued to be improved. Um, 
I look at our coverage teams, you know, I, I think we you know, you lead the nation in net punt and you lead the nation in, in touchbacks. I think we were, we were good there. Um, obviously entirely in the kicking game, we did not improve. We didn't get as, as many opportunities on the return side and, you know, our ultimately in place kicking wasn't, wasn't what it, what it was. Um, but, you know, I, I think, I think as far as, you know, some of those areas, we, you know, we definitely, we definitely took some strides and, and, you know, I, I think with the, with the amount of guys we return as we head into 24, um, there's no reason we can't continue on, on that same track. Any other questions out there? Grace, Ethan, Austin. Good. All right. Anybody? All right. We'll get uh, connected again on Wednesday. Okay. Thank Thanks, you. Guys. Good. Yep. I'll yeah. get you guys details for Wednesday when we get them pinned down. Thank you. Okay. Thank Thanks, you, guys. guys. Thank you, Coach. Join Town Pump's Pump It Up Rewards Plus program and never pay full price for fuel again. Save five cents on every gallon every day at any Town Pump across Montana. Plus, earn and redeem points on your favorite in-store items to get free stuff with our clubs. Stop in and pick up a rewards card. Download the Pump It Up Rewards Plus app today. Or visit townpump.com slash rewards to register and start saving. Town Pump. Right now.